0: what's up what's up everybody thanks for tuning in to another jdb podcast hope you have all been well what i am going to talk about in this podcast is uh well i'm not the only one that's gonna be talking about it i have fired up frank on the podcast again you know we got a lot of good feedback having him on here last week and i feel like he could really really shed some light on this topic because uh, we've talked about it a little bit here and there but he could probably even explain it better than i can frank welcome again
1: hey what's going on man Good to be back.
0: Yeah, good to have you back, man. Um, I think everybody enjoyed, you know, listening to you, you know, your perspective on everything, and uh they're really going to enjoy this one because I, I found that like, oh, yeah. people who listen to podcasts either they want to learn something or they want confirmation that there's other people that think the same way. And yeah. there's a lot of guys that are probably pissed off about this, you know, guys that use hormones and uh, testosterone.
1: Me being one of them. So
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah. So I was in the gym yesterday and there's this older guy in there, you know, he's 70 years old and he's in decent shape for 70. Okay. There's not another guy, his age in the gym that that's in his shape, but he's one of these, you know, I don't cheat, you know, the good old fashioned way, hard work, blah, blah, blah. But at this point, I think he's just in there to shoot his mouth off because he's like got nothing else going on. So the guy's in there for, I'd say on average three or four hours a day, some days, I mean, he's a super nice guy, but, I know if he's in there and he catches me, I'm going to have a shit workout trying to get away from him. So like, I'll actually see this guy's fucking truck in the parking lot. And I'll be like, motherfucker. And I have actually left the parking lot and went to a different gym because I saw his truck there.
1: What does he do? He talks your ear off.
0: I just talks my head off about everything. Cause he doesn't want to go home.
1: Well, you got four hours to get a workout. And I guess you got a little bit of free time.
0: He doesn't want to go home. He's got nothing else to do. So, <laughs> so anyway, So I'm in there yesterday and he, he talks about, uh, there's a a mutual friend and he talks about how he overheard the tale in his conversation. He's talking about testosterone replacement therapy.
1: This sounds like, this sounds more like a Viagra story, but go ahead.
0: No shit, man.
1: (laughs) Oh, the, uh, the friend of a friend deal. Okay. Keep going. (laughs) Right.
0: So, so he was asking me, you know, do you know anything about hormones and this and that? I said, I said, buddy, I'll be honest with you, man. I said, I've used my own shit now for, you know, I, I started using it when I was like 20 and I'm on testosterone replacement through my doctor now. And he's like, how much do you take a week? And yeah, I'm telling him, you know, 200 milligrams a week normally. And I, and I got thinking about that later on. I'm like, well, this is kind of odd. The guy is asking me about dosages, but yet he doesn't know anything about it. He's going to do it the honest way. And I'm thinking, what's the, what the fuck is the honest way even mean? Like what is your take on a guy like that, that, that looks down, it's somebody that's trying to defy the process of aging. What is your take on that?
1: All right. Well, I'm going to start you off with this. So I got some feedback of my own from the last podcast, okay? I, I I'm conf- Look, I'm conflicted. Like I said, I'm a flawed human being. I, I get conflicted like as much as the next person. So my, my boy, Joe, he the best man of my wedding. He's my boy. So I asked him, hey, did you listen to the podcast? And he goes, yeah, he goes, I listened to it. He goes, but your f bomb game was a little bit weak. And I was like, "Yeah, you know, man. It, it's like, look, you know, look, you know, when you and I were back and forth, right? And we're all with the Telegram. It, it's, it's, you know, the gloves come off. We, we just say whatever the hell we want to say, right? Well, you know, this is a podcast, and it's, 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 for, it, it's for public consumption. And I'm like, ah, you know, maybe I got to keep the curse to a minimum, and you know, Fuck try to the public, Fuck the public, <laughs> and, you know. And I'm sitting there like, oh, let me try to maintain a modicum of professionalism, you know what I'm saying? But Truth be told, a guy like that, all right, I have no fucking idea what goes on in these people's heads. Truth be told, what does that even mean, doing it the right way or doing it the honest way or or it's, it's cheating? Okay, so first of all, since your listeners don't know me from Adam, okay, I'm 53, all right, and I got my own thing going. I tell clients, I'll tell anybody right off the bat, I've been doing HRT for six years. And then if they want to know, well, what's your opinion about it? I'm like, it was like one of the best freaking things I ever did in my life. I would go back and get, if I did do it all over again, I would do it all over again and I would continue to do it. Okay. It, it's that simple. I don't know what goes on in people's heads. And I don't really understand. see the thing is look, man, remember like last time I'm always talking about how like this whole game is mental. Right. I, I think it's like probably like 90% mental, 10% physical. It, it's I like to try to get inside a person's head and I like to try to be like, yo, why, what is it about what goes on in your brain that is like, basically like, are you a masochist? Is there something inside of your, like, are you a self-loathing person? Like, is there something, what kind of baggage do you have? Because I'll tell you a story. I told you this on Telegram, right? So now I've got a good friend and she's 52. And I mean, she has got it going on. As a matter of fact, she's the person that hired me. She ran the training at Gold's and she's the one who gave me my first job in this business. And she, when I tell you she's got it going on, she's like, never misses workouts, she's lean. I mean, bro, she's, she's ripped, like she's got a six pack. Like I could show you a picture of her in a bathing suit. She's ripped like a guy. And she's one of those people that's obsessive like you and I. And if she goes on vacation and she drinks too many margaritas and if she puts on four pounds, she gets ornery, okay? That's just the way she is. So now we were having a text chat. And this is like last year. And again, she's on the north side of 50 like me. Right. So we're all on the back nine in life. All right. So she's saying, yeah, you know, the workout. She she said she's having a harder time staying lean. And she said that she feels like she's thumping muscle and she's starting to lose muscle. And I'm like, all right, go on test. The shit that, that she wrote back to me. And it was like all that stuff like this guy. She's like, oh, it's like cheating. You know, it's it's you're a fraud. Um, you know, it, it's not the right way to do things, and I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, you're cheating. You are cheating. You know what you're cheating? You're cheating the ravages of old age, and you're cheating decay. That's exactly what you're doing. So, what I don't understand about people is like this, 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 this moral high ground that people take about doing hormones. It's like, what are you getting a cookie? Right? I mean, is are you getting a trophy? Are you is somebody writing you a check to do things the right way? Dude, I don't know, man. You you tell me how you feel about it. Cause I mean, I just don't get it.
0: I feel like the common go-to response for someone like that is that if you're not working your ass off all the time, overtired, not getting any and not fat, then you're irresponsible. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's how they treat it. Like, uh, you're just immature or you just want to live in the gym or, or you know, like. They're almost talking to you like, like you're not grown
1: because you enjoy your fucking life. <laughs> you know? I, 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 with the thing, see, this is, this is the conflict for me. And this is the reason why, like, I, I I try to get inside of a person's head using my friend as an example. Okay. Remember what you were talking about, about the bodybuilding lifestyle and about how part of it, you know, you felt like, you know, I really felt like maybe my identity was a little bit too wrapped up in right, right. the lifestyle. That's her. I mean, yeah. I, listen, she's got a lot of other things going on. She's very intelligent. She's, I, I love her. She's like my hero. I mean, really, you just, she's, she's into other things, other businesses and stuff. But I mean, look, a big part of who she is revolves around the way she looks in a bathing suit, revolves around the fact that she likes to walk the walk. And it's like, look, man, none of us are getting out of this alive, right? I mean, if you want to talk about your mortality, man, muscle wasting is a thing. Getting old is a thing. Decay and 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 you know energy loss and all of these things—they're realities of life. So the thing I don't understand is, it's like if you are a person who is so wrapped up in the way you look, and obviously you know, and you know what—it's it, not just the cosmetic part of it; it's the way you feel. All right, oh, I exactly, mean, exactly, exactly. I'm not, you know? I'm not a doctor, but I mean, I've heard from people that you know, low testosterone in men mimics the site mimics, it mimics depression.
0: Oh, exa- and other things, absolutely. And I, yeah, I, you know, this guy part of the reason he's probably in there for so long every day or every time I see him in there. Cause, and I'm, I'm saying four hours. It's not like I'm in there for four hours myself, but I'm assuming four hours cause it doesn't fucking matter whether I get there at 10 AM or, <laughs> he's or 2 PM. He's there. Okay. So yeah. I'm just going to say four hours. That might be an underestimation, but look, you're 70 years old. You don't have a lot of time left anyway. Okay. <laughs> So why not kick on the fucking afterburners and see what this shit
1: will do for you? Exactly. That's the
0: reason he's in there for four hours. You can't bring any fucking intensity to the table because he doesn't have it. But that's
1: that's what I don't understand. I mean, look, I, I can't look, man. I can't get my brain around, around the thing. It's like I said, my friend, it's like, look, so much of who you are is wrapped up in the way you look and the way you feel. And the fact that you like to bring it at the gym and you're a trainer. And, you know, she's the one that told me when she hired me, she says, look, your physique is your but your, you're, you're a walking billboard and it's the truth. Does anybody want to work with an out of shape trainer? Like, no. you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, 23% body fat and I'm about to go eat an Italian sub, but I'm going to tell you like how to live your fucking life. It don't work that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's so wrapped up in it. Like I am. So the thing I'm saying is it's like, why wouldn't you want to basically delay the inevitable for as long as you can?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now I feel the same way, you know, and it's in, and- And what he said to me was, uh, yeah, but there's got to be something on the back end. There's got to be, what's your testosterone? uh, What would it normally be? What's considered not normal? I said, you know, I live the high life. I said, I'm probably just over 1,500 nanograms, you know, the day after my shot. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but what's that doing for you in the long run? I said, you know what? I can tell you this much. I get my labs done on a regular basis, and usually they're pretty damn good. And I donate blood on a regular, and I take all the precautions. And then, and then it's like, yeah, but you got to stick a needle in you. It's like, who the fuck cares? It's like, why, why would you? I love these guys. That, that, oh my god, don't get me like started. Such, it's such pain and commitment. Don't, oh to my poke god, yourself that... once or twice a week. It's like, so you rather walk around with a flaccid penis, get no <laughs> ass, bro, suffer through every day, because You want to take a fucking shot?
1: That listen, bro. That that's it in a nutshell, man. Because look, this is what it boils down to. When I think about people, and you know what it comes down to, man, is something with people and they have, like, this, this this, fear of commitment. That, I think, is, like I said, the biggest, like, psychological barrier to, you know, living the life you want to live, having the physique that you want to have. You want to look good at the pool. It, the, the, what I, I can't get my brain around. Okay, so, like, I, I, I think I've told you, right? I quit all of, my, all of my, my social media pages, right? Because I'll go off on a tangent. We were talking about this yesterday. I was in an over-50 fitness group, okay? And, you know, look, freaking Facebook is a global thing. So you're talking about the English-speaking world, people from all over the world, okay? It's a very large talent pool. So now needless to say, if you got a, a, an over-50 fitness group, there's going to be a lot of talent. And there's sure enough, there's like, you know, the 50-something, 60-something-year-old men and women that are like competitive bodybuilding, right? And... You would think that like the people that are in these groups, you would think that like there would be like some sort of a maturity or what but the thing I found out like being 53 myself is people don't mature, bro, they just get older. Okay. okay. So <laughs> what ends up happening is, man, bro, it's like it's like the bus ride on the way to the eighth grade fucking class trip. All right. <laughs> you think seriously, bro, you think you think you're dealing with adults, okay? It, it it's like middle school shit that goes on, right? So I got this one guy railing against people that do hormone replacement it's like bro do you know where you are you're in an over 50 fitness enthusiast okay it's like listen man all of our testosterone levels at this point in life are in the fucking toilet all right that's the natural order of things okay it's like hardwired in our dna it's like as we get older we waste muscle we lose strength we lose flexibility there ain't nothing good coming out of getting old except the fact that we're getting old that's it there's nothing good so the thing is, you're in this group railing against hormone replacement. It's like, you know, meanwhile, there's some guy, he's a 63-year-old bodybuilder, and he's got it going on, and you don't. So what does he turn around and say? He This guy actually equated being on hormone replacement, making the commitment to hormone replacement, like it was like some kind of an addiction that required rehab. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely serious. And look, my, my threshold for stupidity runs about an average of one and a half comments because, like – I'll entertain you for like, you know, a, a comment, a comment. or two. So after that, man, I'm going back to being fabulous. All right. So it's like, I'm going to go live my life, man, with, with, with my with my awesome 53 year old physique. Now, the thing with going back to what I was saying about the whole thing with the commitment is here's the thing I find hysterical. And, and again, unfortunately, with people, we have what are surrounded by propaganda, bro. Everything is propaganda. And all the stuff about, about, you know, testosterone and hormones and steroids and stuff. Here's the first of all, here's the first mistake everybody makes, okay? They look at like if you're doing 200 milligrams of test or if you're doing 2,000 milligrams of like four different compounds, they look at it like it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's not even really close to being the same thing, okay? So there's all this propaganda floating around in the ether of the internet about what hormones are and, you know, the horrors of like, you know, testosterone and, and and all this and all this other bullshit but i mean the bottom line is at the end of the day it's bullshit you know why because if if all right let me put it to you this way my wife has a sluggish thyroid right she's got hypothyroidism and hypothyroidism is something yeah you can live with in very very rare cases i mean if you're so thyroid sluggish i mean it could be fatal right there's like some kind of a condition i don't i'm not a doctor and I don't know the name of it, but there's there's a condition out there where, like, basically your metabolism can slow so slow down so much that you can like go into a coma. But Holy that's shit. that's atypical. That's not like normal shit. So the thing is, it's like if you have a sluggish thyroid, low energy, right? Possibly low libido. Maybe it mimics depression. Um, you're prone to weight gain. You have a hard time losing weight. All this other stuff. But the thing is, my wife is on levothyroxine. And because her freaking thyroid does not make enough hormones, she's going to be on it for the rest of her life.
0: Right. I take the same thing. I take a hundred micrograms a day of that. You so, take it. Yeah, I take so it. Now,
1: so now the thing I'm saying is that if you have a low testosterone, because look, my situation was, I went to a doctor. I got my levels checked. Okay. This doctor, he was chilling really cool. When I got, when I got my, my test results back, bro, my free tea was like three fifty, and my total tea was like 11. And I said, is that low? He laughed at me like he actually giggled in my face. Like my, my testosterone levels were the equivalent of like a 75 year old man. So the point being is where wait, is wait, the- he
0: told you your test was low when you were 1100 or 11? No, no,
1: no. My, my free my free tea was 11.
0: Oh, OK. okay. All
1: right. My total my, my total was like 350.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it was like 350. So so the thing about it is he laughed. The point that I'm trying to make is it's like if you have a sluggish thyroid and you need to go on thyroid hormone, nobody will say shit. Like nobody will be like, oh, what are you doing all that thyroid hormone for? But for some reason when it's testosterone all and, and you, you're basically taking it through a needle, all of a sudden it becomes like this this horrible thing when it's just another hormone that the body needs to function properly.
0: Yeah, exactly. I Yeah, I've actually had some people in the past that had the audacity to you know, their their first topic of conversation with me was, do you take steroids? I'm like, that's kind of like asking a chick, hey, you on the rag right now? <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like I had a dude smoking a cigarette, walking down a sidewalk with a fucking cane one day. I was walking to the post office and the guy, I almost questioned whether he had a mental problem or not. He's just like, do you take steroids? It's like, I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, like I just, I, you know, I didn't even dance around it. But you know, I got thickened. Imagine if you saw somebody else, like just based on their physical stature. If you saw an obese person, you're like, I bet you like eating fucking cake, don't you? <laughs> imagine how that would work. You know, yeah, uh, I know. You know, you know see like a chick that's 95 it, pounds, you like getting beat, you know, you yeah. rag a muffin.
1: <laughs> it's just there's this oh. horror that the, the, and again it's a fabricated reality this 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 whole thing about if you take hormone through a needle and i tell look i tell people about it i'm like first of all they're like hey you do hormone replacement yeah i'm like right i'm like right on the level man i'm like yeah i do hormone replacement and they're like well what do you think so all right my first thing would be if somebody was saying hey man you know i'm thinking about doing it this and that the other thing well, the first thing I'm going to tell them is like, look, if you decide to do it, it's a commitment for your life. It's a lifelong commitment, because once you start injecting, your body's not going to make it anymore. But what I find the what I find the, the cruel irony of of these self-made purgatories that people put themselves in for no fucking good reason is simple. Well, I looked at it this way. Well, my body's not making it anyway. So what's the difference if I got to you know, stick a needle in my friggin? Uh, in my shoulder, like once a week, my body's not making it anyway. So what's the downside, other yeah, than like the, other than the forty five pounds of muscle I put on? I mean, what's the downside?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me like that's not a whole lot to ask. Is you just take a shot once a week? Oh, I mean, I got to do it for the rest of my life. It's like, well, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah okay, and <laughs> what's your
0: point? like? What is the fucking problem? I mean, yeah. you know, The only problem with that is like when you get these married couples where one person starts feeling really good. And they feel like they're 20 years old all over again, but the other person's not on the same program. That can be a problem because it it splits people apart. I've seen that too. Yeah. So I can
1: understand that.
0: Yeah. My wife, my wife's plumbing started acting up not too long ago. And, uh, you know, she, she came off the rag and then like, she was good for like 10 or 14 days and she got a freaking period again. And I'm like, no, we're going to the doctor. You're getting your hormones checked. Yeah, and I made the appointment for. her. Well,
1: because, my my know. wife's my wife's situation is a little bit different because she had uh, she had horrible uterine fibroids from some years back, so she uh, she had a partial hysterectomy. So my she's her hormones are all I mean it, it's all a balancing act with her, but I mean right. she does she actually does test progesterone and estrogen. Now, what I find oh, funny you didn't about tell
0: that, me this till now, okay?
1: Yeah, now what? Well, what, 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 and the thing is, she's got to try to balance those. three because the progesterone is is big for for sleep quality and what we have found is that she used to be a person that she would get up a lot of times in the middle of the night for no reason and sometimes she would have a hard time sleeping the progesterone has definitely improved the sleep quality and you know my wife's 50 and you know you can't you definitely can't you know thumb your nose at the importance of getting good quality sleep I mean honestly I don't care if you're 20 or if you're 50 you're 50 you know not getting good sleep is gonna is gonna is gonna lead to problems but um if, you know if you're talking about like I said even for women like if you're talking about um overall sense of well-being uh, you know a, a libido boost and and you know other, all those other things uh, well, the ladies can definitely benefit from um you know because I mean you know their testosterone levels, can be all over the place, also, and especially in a situation with my wife, because you know she did, she had the partial, um, and they left. Uh, I think they left the cervix and they left the ovaries, right? But but you know the thing is, the hormones are, you know that it's that balancing act, and the other thing about it is that the other challenge that women have. See, the thing that's funny is, honestly, dude, as guys we have it a lot easier,
0: much easier. Matter we have fact, it way easier. Hurt. A lot of insurance doesn't even cover women's hormone replacement because there's so much more involved with it. That that's what yeah. I, you know, and we're just looking into it. I don't know what the difference is between. I don't know if this guy that I'm taking her to does the whole bioidentical thing or just puts them on hormones. Yeah, I believe bioidentical is exactly replacing what they're deficient in.
1: Yeah, so
0: it's it's like a custom blend cocktail mm-hmm. uh, of something. I don't think insurance covers that, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, anything at this point is like, well, you
1: know. I mean, even even as far as that goes, I, I, I marvel at the things that people are willing to spend money on and the things that people are not willing to spend money on. And I don't know, man, I don't know if it's symptomatic of like the society that we live in. We have misplaced priorities. Um, I don't know if we work too hard. We work too much. I don't know if we're, you know indentured servants to our jobs and our careers and stuff. But, you know, people will spend their money on the craziest shit. But then, you know, I hear like guys saying, well, you know, um my insurance won't cover hormone replacement. And no. I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, you can get the good RX app. I've been paying it. Look, dude, I've been paying out of pocket for, for, for HRT for six years. It's the best money you'll ever spend in your life. And, okay? that's,
0: and that's what I was about to say is it's like, what is the sense, okay, like, let's say you're erring on the side of, you know, you want to keep getting more material shit. I want to yeah. go on this vacation over here, overseas, and in there, and, you know.
1: But you but feel I like shit the whole time. I, you're right,
0: like, what's the point? <laughs> if you feel like yeah. shit, no matter what you do, wouldn't that money be better spent on, on how you are living day to day? I've talked about in the past, too, is, like, I talk about, like, quality of life. Yeah, exactly. Based on the, based on the day-to-day living situation. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. fuck the trip once every six months or whatever or what have you. If you're not feeling good and you can't get those little wins on a day to day, I asked I have to ask myself, why don't you just need a pistol? What's the
1: fuck <laughs> I, I I like I said, I think I think we're, you know, I don't want to get too much into this the, the 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 sociology, but you know, we're 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 kind of indoctrinated and born and bred to kind of like just do what we're told and you know, sit in school and everybody sits in rows and, you know, takes out the books when they're told. And yeah, everybody's all about being obedient, you know, doing things, you know, a certain way and everything. And then, and then, but what I'm saying is that I think that that basically when when it gets to a point where to, to me, where it gets to a tipping point is when you're in that mindset to you, the detriment of your own health, because it's like, yeah. you still, you know what? You you want to go through your life. You want to feel good, right? And and that's the thing with me with the going back, like I said, with the hormone replacement, it's not just about necessarily putting on size. Now, there's a caveat to this, okay? If somebody comes up to me, you know, like, hey, man, do you think I should do hormone replacement? First thing I'm going to say is, well, do you plan on joining the gym, hitting the weights and basically lifting weights for the rest of your life? And if the guy's like, no, I'm like, well, you know, you might not want to do hormone replacement. <laughs> I mean, but that's just me. Cause that was kind of like my deal. I'm like, I'm going to put on a ton of muscle and I'm going to be the person that I wanted to be. Right. But the vanity part of it and the physical strength and don't get me wrong. The physical strength definitely, definitely has a lot of upside. And again, if we want to talk about the health part of it, well, muscle wasting, what happens when you waste muscle when you get into your middle ages, right? You, you put more stress on your skeletal structure, your bones, right? And I've got a broken back. I've got a pars fracture that's like 30 years old. So if you look at x-rays of my spine, uh, between my L5 and my S1, I don't have a disc, okay? Oh, no. the, amount of muscle I, the amount of muscle I have on my body allows me to deadlift and it allows me to squat. And it allows me to basically go about the business of living my life pain free.
0: It just kind of overcompensates for that weak link.
1: Yes. And you're able but to it's do the it. amount of musculature I have is the reason why I'm not in pain. Because trust me, before I fell in love with weights and before I became a gym rat, my back was worse in my 20s and 30s than it is now. And I'm telling you, man, it's you, you, you and again, I go back to hormone replacement being an integral part of the fact that, you know what, you can add muscle. You can keep muscle. Right. And you get that overall sense of health and well-being, too, because, you know, there's there's other other residuals as far as just the way you feel on a day to day basis. And, you know, it's funny, my friend who hired me at my first job, she said something that was like stuck with me for like all these years. She was like, if I could take the way I feel from day to day and bottle it and give it to you. She's like, you would never want to go back to feeling the way you normally feel. She said, people are so used to feeling like shit that they don't even realize that they feel like shit. And that, that really stuck with me, man.
0: You know, you're exactly right. Uh, what gets me is the people, like I got this one buddy, he, he needs hormones, right? He needs testosterone. He, he used to cycle on and off. And I want to say he's about 47 now. He's been off probably about the past five, six years. He hadn't touched anything. Mm-hmm. His test is in the toilet. Okay. Of course. It's like 50. He oh my kno- god. His total level is like 50. Oh, he geez. sleeps yeah. like shit. Um, he doesn't do anything, man. I yeah. mean, all he does is work. That's all he knows how to do is work. And I'm like, what are you working for? Like you yeah, yeah. have no life. But the thing is, is I don't know, man. He just feels like shit all the time that he's like so one track minded. And he's so used to feeling like shit, but here's the difference. This guy knows his test is in the dirt and he still has that, I guess that stigma in his mind that if he was to replace what's lost now, now that he's you know almost 50, then, you know, he might just have a, a pop-up heart attack or a stroke. And, <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, I, maybe I just look at it different. I'm not looking at like a certain age I'm trying to get to. I, I'm looking at life experiences you know and and feelings and conquering and then once i have those experiences like what else is there right like granted i don't want to die tomorrow but i mean if i'm like in a wheelchair drooling on myself when i'm in my 90s i doubt i'll <laughs> make it that far but yeah. if i was what the fuck man i tell anyone how great i was no one's going to believe me anyway they'll think i got this <laughs> dementia
1: Yes. I mean, I, I can, I can take that in a little bit of a different direction. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a story. So all throughout, I, I played sports my whole life. And when I was in my twenties, I, uh, yeah, I, I really got into playing roller hockey and I used to play a lot. And, you know, truth be told, I was a good player. I wouldn't say I was a great player. Uh, you know, it was never really much of a puck handler, but I was an excellent skater. I mean, I could skate like a son of a bitch, you know, no, you no, know, hands down. So, A couple years ago, my wife, my my sister in law, and my my buddy and me, the four of us, we decided to go to one of those uh, old school roller rinks, right, with the wood floors and the disco music, and uh, you know, you skate around in a circle. I hadn't been on a pair of inline skates in probably like fifteen years. Yeah, you're.
0: If you inline skate now, you're a fucking geek. I don't know what (laughs) happened. No, I don't know what happened. I used to rollerblade myself, but now. Yeah, if you're on a pair of inline skates. You're like the, the geek of the neighborhood, and I don't unless like you're that.
1: playing hockey. If you play you're hockey, playing hockey, it's totally hockey, yes. It's totally cool.
0: It's so, acceptable. It's kind of like the moped. If you're at the beach, <laughs> if you're at the beach on a moped, you're cool.
1: Or if but you live like, in Europe,
0: uh, then it's cool. I'm talking about yeah. here in the states, though. But anywhere else, you're a fucking loser if you're on a scooter.
1: <laughs> so anyway. So I, we, we go roller skating and I, like I said, I hadn't been on inline skates in it had to be, it's probably like 15 years. I didn't know what to expect. So I lace them up and I go out there and I was able to basically go around in a circle. And I was able to cross over a little bit, but I mean, other than that, bro, I mean, you think I was like, you know, doing hockey stops and skating backwards and, you know, doing all the crazy shit that I used to do. I was just basically trying to survive and not kill myself. You know what I'm saying? I was like, it, it just, it felt all wrong. And, you know, the thing is the moral of the story is that I'm okay with it. You know why? Because I've been there and I've done it. So right. I think what happens is with, with like what you're saying about, you know, when you are old and you know, you're, you're, you you're, you're crapping and pissing on yourself or whatever, you know, and you know, you're running out and buying, you know, depends and whatever. You know, even if whatever it was that you had, you don't really have it anymore. At least you know that at some point in your life that you did have it. And I think the thing is, like, again, if we're going to like we're going to kick it back to hormone replacement, it's like, you know, I would rather be a guy that can at least say I was in great shape at some point in my life and I was able to maintain it for you know, however long until the wheels fall off. I mean, I don't know what the future holds. I mean, I might look great when I'm 70 if I'm still alive. I might look great when I'm 75. But I think the thing is people get bitter. And and I think people, you know, they have regrets later in life when they didn't do something that they always wanted to do. And now it's too late.
0: I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I always wondered, like, if I'm older, maybe I'll just turn into like every other old guy is just trying to get a piece of young ass. You know, like, like, is that it? Like, is that that what life's about? You just have to ask yourself at some point in time, do they all revert back to that? Like, like, and, and if I'm still with my wife or, you know, hopefully we're both still around, would she understand that? Like if, like, maybe she'd look at me and be like, ah, he doesn't know what he's doing. He, he, he can't help himself. He's old. You know, if I was trying to, you know, pinch a 20 year old's ass or, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) like is it more forgiving? Like, you know, like, would I be that guy that would just turn around and be like, what are you going to do? Go start over now. We're both 80, (laughs) you know, Like good luck, (laughs) you know?
1: Oh man. But,
0: uh, I don't know, man. You know, I I think you're right. A lot of people have a lot of regrets in life, you know, but, and that goes back to what I was saying about, you know, the guy that was 70 talking about cheat this or cheat that it's like, (laughs) it almost doesn't matter what you tell somebody like that about how good the quality of your life is now compared to where it would have been. It's like, take a look around the writings on the wall. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that most middle-aged people feel like shit. And how come it's the guys that are still in the gym. And and most guys, I don't care. Anybody says if they're still in the gym and they're turning heads when they're, you know, your age or or usually they're, they're taking something, you know, yeah i don't care how hard you work at it i mean you i'm can't not fool mother nature
1: yeah but what i'm saying is that like that's the reason why you know i've got my own thing going on and i i'm like because here's what happens right with with social media right and and it's like you know the pattern you know human nature doesn't change so you know history repeats itself and you see the same patterns play out over and over and over again so you get a guy he's on whatever you know and he's Got his, his YouTube, his Facebook, his Instagram. He's got all that, that, that shit going on. He's got a good physique and he's putting his product out there. Whatever his message is, whether it's supplements or whether it's training programs or diet, you know, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, you see in the comments and it's all like, oh, is he natural? Oh, what's he taking? Is he on gear? What is he doing, right? And I'm like, I ain't playing that game, man. I'm like, like who completely gives a shit. He looks great. That's what I'm saying. I'm completely and utterly unapologetic about the fact that look, I'm 53 years old and I do test. That's it. You know, one
0: I used to hate the commercial I hated. Do you remember? That, I don't know if it was a commercial or an ad. The one with the two fucking old guys with like six pack abs. Or like, how do these grandpas get their abs? And it was like they were selling some bullshit supplement. Yeah, you remember that one? That one no, I don't really, remember that one. Oh, what, that
1: would piss me the fuck off. Oh man, listen, I got I got a better one for you, man. Right. And again, we're talking about we're talking about testosterone. Well, what I find hilarious is you see these over the counter, like these quote unquote, these testosterone boosters. Okay. So there was this one product. I don't remember the name of it. I'm not even going to bring up the name. All I'm going to say is that there was a a a very, very famous Hall of Fame baseball player. That was that was the spokesperson for this product, okay?
0: Andrew Steen. <laughs>
1: now,
0: it, it was Andrew no, Steen.
1: No, it wasn't that. It was actually, because I'm saying that, that, that stuff actually works, doesn't it? I don't
0: know. We used to pop them like Tic Tacs. You know, when I got <laughs> into this shit, when I was in high school, I was when Mark McGuire was smashing all the home runs. Yeah. 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 He's just telling everybody it's interesting, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it wasn't, it wasn't the trend. <laughs> my ass.
1: Yeah. It wasn't but, the trend and the D balls. It was well, uh it was, it was the over-the-counter supplement. Yeah. But,
0: we but, all wanted to be like him. So we would just pop the, they were made by a company called pinnacle andro poppers.
1: Oh, wow. And, you know,
0: I don't even think we looked at the dose in the bottle. We were just popping them man. I got to to the gym. I need my, well, andro, I need my poppers.
1: Well, this, it, it, this is again, so this is my argument for, just you know what? Just shut the fuck up and do test, man. I mean, right. it, so here's the thing: you're gonna run to a supplement store to buy some pill, all right. And if you this is what kills me about it. If you listen to like I used to watch the commercials, I used to laugh my ass off, right? Because it's all about boosting testosterone naturally. Why do you have to boost testosterone naturally? If right. you have low test, why don't you just go on test?
0: Who gives a shit if it's this know. is
1: what I'm saying. I don't understand. Like I said, every people with these like these self-made purgatories that they create, man. I'm not in that camp. You want to know what, what camp I'm in? I want to look freaking good at the pool. That's that's the camp that I'm in. I'm like, I want to look good at the pool. I want to feel good. And when I go to the gym, you know what? I like the fact that girls half my age mac on me. It does happen. I'm a happily married man, but I mean, look, I get I get play from younger women all the time. I get the. Right? You know what? I like that shit, man. I gotta be honest; with you. it's a nice ego boost. But, but again, going back to the supplement, right? If you listen to the commercial, listen to the language. I'm a person; I choose my words very carefully. If you listen to the language, it says, "Clinically proven to help a man feel leaner and feel stronger." Now, I'm gonna tell you this right now: there's a lot of subjectivity in this industry, right? But there's nothing subjective about leanness and strength okay bro i like like i said everything with me is a zero or a one you're either leaner or you're not you're either stronger or you're not so basically the only thing i could posit from that commercial is that they did some kind of a study and they asked guys for their opinion do you feel leaner and stronger on this supplement and they said yes
0: do you feel leaner and stronger without any anecdotal
1: that's what i'm saying just go on the test why are you like wasting my time with this bullshit it's like look bro if if there's anything we can hang our hat on in this industry with all of the subjectivity involved with how do we get from point a to point b the one thing we can hang our freaking hats on bro is the fact that you know what those are the two most objective measurables okay Get a tape measure, okay? If your waist is small, you're either lean or you're not, okay? You're either, you can either bench more or you can't.
0: I love how all those commercials, you, you know, you ever fall asleep with the TV on by accident? It's like you wake up, take a piss. It's always like 3 or 4 in the morning that those commercials come on for the supplement. Just, that bro, the, test.
1: This thing was on. I mean, they ran, they ran ads for this, this thing for years. And it's like like I said, clinically proven to help you feel leaner or stronger. There's, there's no feeling you either are or you aren't. Okay. <laughs> this is like, this is like straight up Darwinism, man. I mean, it's like, look, so you're either stronger sense. or you're not. I, oh, I, I feel strong. What the fuck does that mean? You feel stronger. <laughs> I feel leaner. Well, you want to know what, bro, go put on, go put on your pants. Do you need a belt now? Uh, go, go put, go put on your weight belt. Is your weight belt, are you like a notch tighter than you were? Like, like, you know, like the month before. You either, you either are or you're not.
0: So I found that, you know, pictures don't lie. Pictures, no, pictures don't lie either. You know, so it doesn't really matter how you feel. Uh, if you can't look at two different sets of pictures and see a difference, you're not doing shit. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, And I've always found that, like, even when I think that I look really lean, when I see the picture, I'm never as lean as I thought I looked, like, in the yeah. mirror. That, yeah. that, you know, like... And then when you really get conditioned, it goes the opposite way. When you're really, really conditioned, sometimes if you saw the guy in person, you'd be like, holy shit. But then you see the picture and you can't really get the whole. It would, I guess it would be like judging like a bodybuilding or physique competition. The judges mm-hmm. can see more up front and close than you can from off in a distance you just see the illusion of it all
1: a lot a lot of let me tell you something man a lot of it is lighting too like if you say if you're gonna take pictures man lighting lighting can make or break you it's everything there was there was i swear to god i was i used to be in a group uh, a fitness group it was actually one of those like keto based groups and 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 actually it was a it was a pretty cool group i mean i quit that one too because i quit them all but that's that's besides the point but it was out
0: of them all i'd argue with people (laughs) I'm like yo, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Be like oh, yo, you have been banned. I'm like oh, shit. There Fuck was this. there was
1: there was actually somebody made a post and it was a, it was going around for a while. It was hysterical. They were saying it's like you know what public places make you look the most ripped, and apparently yeah. apparently the changing rooms at Target was you know was was, you're was right.
0: You're right. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I think, I
1: think it's I, like I, if you're gonna do a selfie, you got to go to Target and you got to pretend to buy something and go into the fitting room and take a selfie. This this was the consensus. They said, "Oh man, I look jacked when I'm in target."
0: It's great lighting in there and they're changing rooms. You know, is that I mean, what it is? I think it's the lighting. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. It's like no lighting, dude. Forest. Lighting,
1: lighting will make or break pictures, man. And it's like, you know, there's, there's there's all all sorts of tricks and stuff. And and that that's the thing too. You know, just to go off on the rails a little bit, like that's the reason why, like, I'm not big into like all these like before and after shits and these these friggin' you know get get go from like you know go from like skinny to jacked in 16 weeks and all that crap and again i'll, I'll just bring it right back to like the, the original topic of conversation why are you trying to smoke and mirror your way through life just go on test if exactly. your testosterone is low just go on test okay test is cheap right again it's like going back to what we were saying about oh well well you know my insurance doesn't cover it you can get the good rx app and you can get a 10, a 10 milliliter bottle of test for like 40, 45 bucks.
0: The only thing. Yeah, that's not bad. And it'll last all, you for seems...
1: 10 weeks. What does that come out? The $4 and 50 cents a week. Coffee's no, more yeah, money no, than that. That's too much to feel good. Fuck. That. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my insurance won't cover it again. And meanwhile, it's like, you know what do you mean? And it's, and again, it's like, I, 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 I got, I got a buddy. He's probably going to like crucify me for bringing this up. But I mean, he smokes he will spend 20 bucks on a pack of cigarettes that he lives in New York. And I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if they're 20 bucks. They might be like $850 now with inflation. What the hell does a pack of cigarettes cost? So it's like you'll spend money on cigarettes. They're over $10. I know that. But then you won't go on tests because your insurance doesn't cover it. You can get a bottle of tests for 45 bucks out of pocket.
0: You know, one thing that always kind of pisses me off, and I'm not saying this to sound funny, but it is going to be funny. Some people, they have... Steroids or testosterone. I'm just. I'm gonna call it steroids, hormones.
1: They're all the same. I and mean, they're all the, the rivers of testosterone. Don't you love right? the
0: guys? Don't you love the ones that are like, well, you know, I'm taking a gram a week of test because that's natural. I'm, but I'm not gonna take the Deca or the fucking Trend. But uh, you know, I'm kind of still trying to do it the natural way. It's like, okay, yeah. Keep lying to yourself.
1: I mean, look. Even if you want to go to a doctor, I mean, you can get. I think legally, you can get test Anavar, and you can get. Uh, you can get Deca, right. legally. Right. I mean, what I'm saying is that you've got all the tools at your disposal. But what I was was saying is
0: the ones that have those tools at their disposal and they're still too lazy to do it on a regular basis. I say, look, man, you got to look at fitness the way a cokehead looks at getting high. That (laughs) cokehead could sell off everything he fucking owns. He could lose his job, not have a pot to piss in, and he's going to find a way to get high that day. Yeah, he's gonna find a way. If you want to be jacked enough, I'm not telling you to sell your shit off. I'm saying you will find a way to do it. But too many people are lazy, man. And it's like I don't want to take that. I gotta take that injection Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm like, so. Well, I don't have that kind of time. I'm like, dude, if it takes you that long to take a fucking injection, yeah, you don't know what you're doing.
1: And and what's funny is. Going back in time, right, going to like, if you want to get a little bit into my backstory about how I got into HRT, I wasn't really thrilled about the idea of sticking myself with a needle, but what I found out was, what I did was, I originally went on, uh, through, You go. what happens is the doctor sends in a script for anybody who's, you know, maybe interested in getting into hormone replacement, okay, this is all perfectly legal, folks, okay, there are doctors that they do this for a living. And I'll, I'll also, before I, I get into the story with the doctor, I will preface what I'm about to say with this. Um, My experience has been that general practitioners, like, you know, your regular family doctor, doesn't know shit about hormones.
0: Well, and if they're not on them, they don't see the value in them anyway.
1: They really like, they don't know a whole lot. Cause I'm saying, if you go to a hormone replacement specialist, their outlook and their attitude about the value um, and the importance of hormones relative to, like, the general practitioner, it's going to be like going to a completely, it's, it's like going to another planet, okay? So what happened was I originally started out, what happens is you, uh, the, the doctor, you know, you get the labs done. I go in there, he giggles at how low my levels are, and then I decided to go on the, um, the cream. Right. So it's got this. So he sends a script out to a, a compounding pharmacy and you get it. And then you basically twice a day in the morning, you go click and then you rub it on the inside of your thigh. And then later on at night, you go click and you rub it on the inside of the other thigh. Now, even though that seems like it's maybe on the surface, it's better than doing an injectable. I got to be honest with you. I got tired of doing it twice a day. I was like, "You know what, man? Just 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 give me the Cypnate, bro." <laughs> well, it's not, as, it's not as
0: effective either.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's probably not, but I, I was like, "Look, dude, I'm like, look, just just you know what, man? Give me the injectable." I, it 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 really is it's so much easier. So the thing I'm saying is that what what are you willing to do, right? And and my thing about it is like, so you mean to tell me that, you know, it takes like 5 minutes to draw a syringe and stick yourself? So you, you mean to tell me that like for five minutes a week, it's not worth like all, all like, because I mean, the thing is, it's like, look, man, th- this is what what I th- where I think people go wrong. Right. Because they talk about like, oh, well, uh, you know, something's been proven to be safe and effective. Any doctor worth his salt will tell you there's no such thing as a drug that's safe and effective. Right. OK. Right. What they tell you is every drug is weighted on a risk to benefit ratio. And what I'm saying is that the benefits of hormone replacement vastly outweigh the the risks, in my estimation.
0: Well, what they don't tell you is, like, let's say a lot of top notch athletes that get injured, they don't tell you the way that some of these guys come back because they go out of the country to have shit done that they can't do here. Yeah, and, and, and I believe the shit it. that they have done it would be highly illegal to do here.
1: Yeah, and guess well, what? It
0: gets them back in the fucking game.
1: So yeah,
0: it's all one big damn contradiction. It really is. I and, know. Um, you Know but it's and, funny. and it gets
1: it gets represented in 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 like the, the views of the public. The like, I mean, like, like listen, man, it, it's like even uh, it's even with with like you know, when professional wrestlers or athletes or bodybuilders when they die, right? And it's like, oh, the steroids are steroids, and then you like you look into their lives, and it's like you know, they had an oxy habit, a coke habit, they were alcoholics, they were on antidepressants, and they were doing steroids.
0: It, and th- it, it, and that's, the, that's the other side of the hormone game is uh, you talked about something earlier about like the improved sleep when your hormones are right and, you know, yes. you get older. Very important. Sometimes it goes the other way. When you're doing too much, it just wakes your nervous system the fuck up so mm. much all the time. That yeah. your Sleep's horrible. And I've seen guys that were like, you know, in their 30s that they, they got a face like a, a an 80 year old man because they're so stressed out. They've had so much stress. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, they've had so much stress put on their body. Cigarettes and
1: booze, bro. That'll that'll age you.
0: <laughs> but what happens is a lot of times they they that's how they get into the wreck drugs, yep. because they're on so many hormones or the, the level they're on is so much that they're looking for something to knock the edge off. So mm-hmm. a lot of bodybuilders get an opioid addiction, to be honest. Yeah, with. yeah. Um, you know they 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 don't want to come off the gear or the, the amount they're on. So they look for something else to take, and it just becomes this uh, downstream disaster. Really. Oh,
1: absolutely. Well, so you I are mean, I mean, to smart,
0: you know. I mean, like, well, like-
1: that the, the, see, the thing is, I guess that the, uh, this would be a good time to like actually um, bring this up. That, like I said, if you got people listening, if they're thinking about going to a doctor, we had a conversation about this, and it's like you know there are like you said, there are hormone replacement doctors out there, like they'll get your trend. You know, oh,
0: absolutely, man.
1: I, mean, I mean, not all hormone replacement doctors are are created equally. And, you know, the thing about it was when I found you, um, you know, when I found like started listening to your podcast, you know, the one thing I always I always liked about your message was, you know, the game is you want to get the most results out of the least amount of hormone possible. Absolutely. And and, you know, you got guys out there thinking they got to do too even the guys that they want to go, you know, they want to go the anabolic route of like, you know, stacking compounds and stuff that, you know. Yeah, what, what What's the benefit? and you you know you would know better than this than me. I mean what's the benefit of going on like 200 milligrams of shit? You know I mean two thousand not 200 sorry, two thousand milligrams of shit, you know. So the thing is like as far as it relates to a doctor, you know the problem is that like let's say um, you go to the doctor and you know you're on 200 milligrams of test a week and then you go and get your labs and he comes back he says, I think your test is a little bit too high. Uh, because your estrogen levels are elevated, right now. One doctor might put you on uh, on an aromatase inhibitor, and another doctor might say, "Hey, man, you need to back off on your dose." And right. I can't I can't fault the doctor for because that was the doctor that I went to. That's what he told me.
0: He I was off.
1: doing I was doing 200 milligrams, and my he said my estrogen was getting a little high. He says back it off to 180. He didn't want yeah, to. I was it, like, we, "What we, about?" I was like, "Oh, what about an aromatase inhibitor?" He's like, "No."
0: <laughs> you don't want to live. He's on like, them. you don't want to do that. You don't want to live on them. It's okay yeah. to use them here and there. I mean, mm-hmm. I've always been fortunate that I've never, I, I'm, I'm not estrogen sensitive at all. I mean, yeah, me neither. Like, I've been on TRT now for probably at least 10 years and mm-hmm. I could think of maybe two occasions where it was like, yeah, you, know, you might want to use a little adex for a couple of weeks and that's yeah. it. And I'm back in yeah. range. Mm-hmm. I've had trouble with my estrogen being crashed. Um, more. That's so not than, good either. No, it's terrible. Your joints <laughs> hurt. And it, that almost feels like having no test. It feels very similar to that. to test. Yeah, man. You know, but, um, and that one's harder to dial in than the test. But I think that like, once you know your body and that's part of, uh, thinking for yourself too, you know, it's like, you have to know what works for you and you have to have, you have to have lab work. You have to have comparables to look at.
1: Yep. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's critical. And you know, the thing is, if you think about a lot of people. That And again, this is to me, just this is another, you know, another part of the reason why, like, I'm championing at 53 for hormone replacement, because, you know, how many people completely neglect their bodies where they don't get labs done at all? And then they can have all sorts of imbalances with, you know, red blood cell and PSA and all kinds of liver and all kinds of other shit that, you know what, if you went and got lab work done at least once a year, Right. You, you know what? You, you might be able to catch some things before they get out of control, but that's the, you know, the other upside of it is that, you know, we do HRT we're forced to do lab work. And it's like, I do lab work. I, I mean, my doctor's like, yeah, you know what? You dialed in, you can do labs every 12 months. I'm like, I do them every six months. Anyway, I think like I've mean, literally, I will go and I will pay out of pocket to get labs done.
0: I think one big misconception a lot of people have is they think that just because somebody's well-known or, uh, to a certain level of development that they're doing everything the right way
1: and Mm -hmm. they couldn't
0: be more wrong i mean there's people out there that are very well known very famous who are not doing it the right way they're not getting lab work done and then we hear about something that's happened especially lately with some of these guys have just fallen off and you know massive heart attacks or died or Mm -hmm. whatnot yeah and we're just assuming it was the level of gear that they were on that caused it and it's like do you know that this person knew what was going on with their body or not. Uh, and I think what a lot of it comes down to is some people, they don't want to pay to have it done. I mean, th- th- if, they had, if they had an yeah. extra few hundred dollars to them, that's better spent on more gear than safety measures.
1: I mean, it just, you know, it again, this, this just goes back to like the priorities that people have and the things that people are willing to spend money on and the things that they're not willing to spend money on. You're willing to spend money on cigarettes, but you're not willing to spend money on a bottle of test. Explain it to me. Give me, give me a logical intellectually based argument for that choice. And well, the,
0: the, the new supplement that's coming out now, and I want to research more into this myself, you know, the hormone that's, that's, in spinach i'm trying to remember the name of it now
1: not i have have zero familiarity i have no okay so
0: spinach contains a hormone like you know the whole thing with popeye it wasn't all bullshit um there's a hormone in spinach i'm looking it up right now they were actually trying to ban this from like the olympics like they're gonna start testing guys for fucking spinach um (laughs) it's unreal Ah, wow what's the hormone what is it I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to look it up as I'm talking here. Um Agdisturone, a naturally occurring steroid hormone that can be found in spinach, can increase physical performance in athletes.
1: That's why Popeye was so jacked.
0: And he smoked, too. He had the money for, for hormones and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> or pipe tobacco, whatever the hell he smoked. <laughs> um, But, you know, it's funny because I was eating a lot of spinach at one point. And my calories were pretty low. I was definitely in the deficit, and I just started asking myself, "Why am I strong as fuck all of a sudden?" And I, I found this just with a Google search. I was just like, "I looked up spinach. I'm going to eat spinach." The 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 law. I hate spinach, but I know, hate it
1: too. But I mean, listen, man, it's like what I told you. It's like you know when you dialed in. If I told you you could get strong and get jacked by drinking, you know, mouse dropping tea, it's like you would do it.
0: Oh, I would, I would. I'm I'm saying if you're telling me,
1: if you're telling me I'm going to get some kind of anabolic benefit from eating spinach, I'm like, I'll work it in, man.
0: No, look it up, man. Seriously. Well, so now the big thing now, uh, is they're, they're putting this, this hormone into a supplement and that's supposed to be like the new craze now. Yeah. Agdisturone E C D Y S T E R O N E. Uh, um, And I I tell you, man, call me crazy, but when I was and I I was eating it several times a day. But when I was eating, I do it steamed. I know some people say, "Yeah, you're better off doing it raw." Look, I don't have time to sit there and chew for fucking two hours to down my bowl of spinach. (laughs) Steamed, and actually, I don't mind the taste of it when it's steamed.
1: You know? Yeah, man. Say here, here's here's these are my 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 little chef hacks. Okay, so if you get the pre-washed spinach, the whole leaf spinach, that's raw and it's like ready to eat out of the bag. Well, what I do is I'll throw it in the bottom of a bowl uh-huh. and then I throw something hot over it like chicken or steak. And then you just mix it up and it kind of wilts on its own. And it's, it's yeah, fine. That was
0: like my trick with the, uh, the rice with the, the unsweetened applesauce. That's another little hack.
1: Never done that. Yeah. Never done that. Yeah. Oh, you
0: can slam rice in like a minute, man.
1: You, oh, really? You can
0: eat like, oh, yeah, if you eat Like, especially brown rice. Let's say you're going to eat like a cup of brown rice with some chicken or whatever, or hamburger, <clears throat> take that brown rice and you get some low sugar applesauce or sugar-free, if you can find it, it just changes the consistency of it. You can slam it. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big applesauce guy, but, you know, <clears throat> I'm I'll applesauce. take your word for it. I'm not really a big brown rice guy either. But
0: <laughs> I'm not either. You know, I'm not either. I, I never really made a big deal between white and brown.
1: I, I think it's overrated. I think it she is be too. Told, I think yeah, a lot I of mean, guys
0: actually look better on white carb sources.
1: The thing I'm saying is like if you if you're looking at the difference, like how much how much dietary fiber there is in brown rice compared to white rice, it's a negligible amount. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't really I, I don't really think it's that big of a deal.
0: Well, I think with some people, uh with their genetics or the way that their body chemistry is, I actually think they need something that's a little bit faster than the brown carb source.
1: Yeah, I you're talking it, about like so you're talking about something that's more highly glycemic
0: right right i mean everyone thinks yeah. you know glycemic uh a high glycemic index is, is always bad in the fat loss arena i don't think so
1: i want to some- spike insulin right
0: yeah i mean yeah i mean i mean hey you know i think you can still spike your insulin get the pump stay more yeah. volumized yeah without getting fat you can still lose fat yeah. and i mean if you're yeah. in a restriction you're in a restriction
1: that's what i'm saying you calorie not restrict it anyway but i mean it's like you know people insulin is it's a storage hormone bro it opens up cell receptors right yes you want to exactly. sp- i'm saying so if you want you know you want to put you want to build some muscle man you know insulin's your friend
0: exactly just don't yeah. use too much of it yeah well uh don't i i i wrote an article about insulin a while back you know and um i tell people i'm like look before you go down that road you know you're better off using something like berberine you know a supplement that increases the insulin sensitivity because that does get mm-hmm. worse too you know as time goes on
1: Mm-hmm. that's so, interesting you know,
0: it, it's a double-edged sword and yeah you get instrument. into you
1: get into realm of expertise that's uh that's not in my wheelhouse
0: <laughs> well within the next couple of podcasts it will be well, okay <laughs> but well look man <laughs> let me let you go i appreciate you coming on again and talking yeah man about, you know the, the benefits to trt and and just how the the public uh perceives yeah. it and, and scrutinizes it yeah you know, man i think a lot of guys that are on the fence with it yeah. They they needed to hear this. And I'm just saying,
1: man, it's like, why are you creating all these rules? You know what I'm saying? And 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 just fabricating like this mythology when, when it's it doesn't serve you. I mean, really, if you think about it, it's it's to your detriment.
0: Well, you gotta be honest about the hand you're playing. You know, lay your fucking cards out and either you got a hand or you got shit. Yeah. You know, don't lie about it. If you got shit, fix it.
1: Yeah. You know? So I agree. I agree uh, completely. I mean, like I said, I'm 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 gonna be doing it until the cows come home, bro. I mean, I, I don't see me changing my lifestyle uh, or changing the way I go about my business ever. You know, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm at that point where, you know, weightlifting and, and, and you know, it, it it's, it's, it's as much a part of me as anything else. So
0: well, another thing about test I, I forgot to mention a minute ago, but you just made me think about it when you say go about your business, I was, you know, just something about the word business having a a normal to high amount of testosterone in your body, it allows you to take care of business. You know, you can actually make a (laughs) fucking decision. No, I don't mean take care of business like that. I mean, I mean, like I've seen guys that have improved their financial situations. They've improved the way they deal with people. You know, I told,
1: yeah, I I believe it. I totally believe it, man. I mean, you know, hormones are, they influence behavior. I mean, everything is, everything's interconnected, man. Mind, body, and spirit, you know, I mean, we're, we are biomechanical creatures, man. And we are subject to the rules of this earth, man. It's just the way it is.
0: So listeners, what Frank and I are basically saying to you in a nutshell is if your life's a piece of shit, uh, <laughs> your sex life sucks and you have no confidence, um, go get your hormones checked. At least Absolutely. get them checked, because this is something that a lot of people don't realize. Sometimes they get up and go the drive to get started with getting in shape. It's very hard to find when your hormones are in the toilet. It, it, sometimes it's almost impossible. Yeah. Because you're not going to get the same fucking results. You're and you're not going to grow. You're no, not going to grow.
1: Yeah. You're going to put in all this work and, you know, and then you're going to get discouraged and you're going to quit. And then that's oh. because you didn't know that your harm, you know, your test levels were in the toilet.
0: And guess what? If you go the antidepressant route, they're going to get even worse.
1: Yeah, well, like I, I said, words. I mean, maybe maybe you need testosterone and you need a gym membership more than you need some sort of behavioral meds. I'm not a doctor, and I'm not giving out medical advice. I'm just saying. Well, it's probably better heard. than
0: the advice most would give people, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, you know, there's this look, man. You know, there's a therapeutic, spiritual aspect to busting your ass at the gym. There exactly. is. You exactly. know what I mean? Conquering We're talking about talking about getting your mind right man i'll tell you nothing gets your mind right like busting it at the gym
0: you know it's it's been said that there's two things that men need there's two things that men need it's sex and respect <laughs> and they're both equal okay they're about 50 yeah. 50 it's sex and respect
1: yeah and this is where a lot okay. of
0: marriages fail you know because the wife either <laughs> doesn't respect her husband or he stops getting any ass
1: yeah well um, i mean it, it's actually funny because my story is like, is I'm a late bloomer, right? You know, I don't want to like go off on the rails too much, but you know, the thing about it is my wife, my wife was loved me regardless. Like, she was into me, you know, when I wasn't in great shape. I mean, there was a point in my life, you know, before I I woke the fuck up, where I was like two ten, and it was a really really shitty, lousy two ten. Like, I'm like, I'm like two o three now. It's a good fucking two o three, and yeah, my wife was into me regardless, but, I mean, let me tell you something. I mean, if you asked her, she likes it way better with me being jacked. I mean, she does. Yeah, I dude. mean, it's it's like, look, I mean, this is – she she's not going to lie about me. Like, she's going to love me regardless, but I'm just saying it's a little bit easier to love me being in the shape that I'm <laughs> – being in the shape that I'm in now, man. Well, it so definitely, Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and all women, you know, deep down want the rated R – Bad motherfucker version of somebody, you know. I mean, let's get rid of that. uh, uh You know, rated G. You know, pudgy, yeah. good on the inside. Bullshit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like no. I mean, she, she, she likes having. She likes you know putting her arms around me. She likes muscles, man. She likes the way they feel. You know, she likes the fact that my shoulder girdle is like you know twice as wide as hers. And you know, I mean, she's she doesn't make any bones about it. I mean, it. it she gets she gets turned on, and I, I think deep down. You could probably say the same thing about most women. You know, I don't want to say all women, but you know, I, I I'm just speaking from what goes on, like you know, under my roof.
0: It scares some of them. <laughs> it scares some. Mine likes it. She loves it. I could be 300 pounds, ripped to the gills, veins busting out all over the place. She'd be like, "All right, what are you gonna run this time, Winstraw?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's almost like it's almost like she's like, "Are you back on?" Are you, what what else are you taking? And I'm like nothing. She's like, "Come on, what are you taking? <laughs> and and she calls Decca dicka. She like, makes you a dick. <laughs> and, and but 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 I could tell there's a part of her that likes to know that I'm back on. Like there's just really that's interesting. Parts, yeah, you know, there's a small part mm-hmm. of her. I can see the twinkle in her eye. That is interesting. Like, depending on what it is. Now if uh, if I tell her it's trends, she like move out. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think uh, I, I I think you're you're a little bit, I think like you said, right? I mean, you think trends kind of like for like you know, for like the like the twenty three year olds, not the forty year olds.
0: <laughs> but you know what? I, I tell you, there are some guys like that. Their lives are so boring and shitty that I almost like you get a guy's like sixty five. He's like, yeah, my life sucks. I'm thinking about trend. I almost want to tell him do it, man. Like, anything's got to be better than where you're at now. Yeah. Like, it'll be a fucking adventure. You know, maybe well, you'll like the, the shit out yeah, of well, <laughs> That's
1: like the thing with the 70-year-old guy. He's like, oh, well, you know, I want to do things the right way. It's like, bro, you're 70. It's like, look, dude, you just picked up your ball, and you're ready to tee off on the 16th hole. Okay? Exactly. How exactly. much time do you got left, man? Right, right. I mean, look, dude, I'm 53. And I say it all the time. How many freaking good years do you think I got left, man? It's like I ain't wasting time. I want to look good and I want to feel good Let's for as long as possible. Head
0: up, right? You get a guy that age that walks up to you and you just say to him, "Listen, man, you don't have a lot of time left as it is anyway. Why don't you find out what you're truly capable of?"
1: Yeah, why not? I mean, what? It, it's like what I'm saying. No, none of us are getting out of this alive, bro.
0: Nope, they just. You know what I mean? If big, there's one up, thing that's certain life, it's death. Get to put me in. <laughs> Just a big what? casket, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, like I said, if there's anything certain in life, it's death, bro. Right? Put so it's up. like, we're all on my on...
0: tombstone didn't accomplish much, but big motherfucker.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, you got to hang your hat on something, right? It, it, it's like, you know, I got a guy. He's, uh, you know, works out at the, well, I, I think he moved on. I think he went to another gym. He's this 24 year old kid. He's, he just got his fucking pro card. He trains classic physique. I mean, you, dude, you want to talk about leg envy? This guy's got muscles on his legs that I didn't even know existed. I mean, if you want to talk about checking your ego, I'm on the freaking Smith machine squatting 205. This guy's got 455 in the bar and he's doing it for like 12s. And he's just playing a completely different game than the rest of us, you know? But the thing is, it's like, he might be, like, a total like a fuck-up in, like, every other aspect of his life. But, I mean, at least he's got that. You know what I mean?
0: Right. At least he's doing <laughs> something, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, you want to be known for something, right? It's like, okay, you know what? Be great at something. Kickin be great ass, at something. Man. Why not? Even if
0: nobody else recognizes it as something, you know that you've kicked life in the ass that day. You were yeah. in the gym. You tore shit up. You know, when I see a guy... And you rarely see them training hard anymore. But When somebody really gives it everything they got, they spill that blood on the gym floor. There's something admirable about that. There's something that's like, you know what? That's almost like a test of somebody's character.
1: It is a test of character. And that's the reason why social media is full of haters, right? All all you need is a guy with a page with a great physique. And you know, all the frigging haters are going to come out. And it, it's the fact the reason why is because that guy has he's got you know a, a quality in, in his character that other people are lacking
0: yeah they'll never yeah. have it so it's easier to yeah. talk shit but absolutely anyway. all right brother well thanks yeah man it's course.
1: all good man i really wanted to do this one probably more than anything else because you know me man i get i get all worked up when it comes to like the hormone replacement all that shit i get i get I get a little nutty.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully maybe we're giving other people a new perspective after hearing yeah. this, you know. No. It's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Got no. fucking
1: hormones checked. You know what, man, I'm going to say one last thing. It's like, you know what? Do your homework, do your own thinking. Think for yourself, make your own decisions, okay? The whole the whole freaking world, especially with the, the social media and everything, it's all fucking propaganda now. You got to think for yourself, man.
0: Absolutely. Think for uh, yourself. All right, Frank. It- thanks, bro.
1: Yeah, man. All good. I'll catch you later.
0: Take care.